Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's topic, focus on your mental health while losing the weight. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Coach Gwen Alexander, your host. I hope everyone's been enjoying their summer. As of today's recording of this episode, it's a few days before the 4th of July that we celebrate here in America. And it's when we celebrate the independence of America if you happen to be listening to the podcast and you live in another country. And one way we celebrate is we celebrate with firecrackers going off. So I don't know if you'll hear some today as some of my neighbors have decided to start celebrating early. So hopefully we won't hear very many, very much of that into today's episode. And it's also the seventh month of the year already. I can't believe pretty soon it'll be time for back to school, and then Thanksgiving will be here, and then the Christmas holidays. It'll just all be here before you know it. I just wanted to remind you also that I have my 14-day Get Started Guide available for free on my website. Now, it's a guide to help you know where to start. I just recently did a Facebook Live about losing weight is like like being a tortoise. You have to be consistent with the habits that you are doing to lose the weight in a way that you can keep it off. In the 14-day Get Started Guide, I give you some questions you need to answer, like why do I want to lose the weight, how much weight do I want to lose, and why that particular amount. Also, I broke down what you are to work on uh, on first, the first seven days, and then what to do the remainder of the time. It's to help you get started and to help you get focused. Go to my website, thegwenalexander.com, and you're going to click on uh, the button that says the online store, and you'll see the 14-day Get Started Guide at the top of the page. And while you're there, you can also purchase an autographed copy of my book, Losing Weight to Gain Control, Loving Your Weight Maintenance Journey. Or you can go to amazon.com and get the ebook if you prefer that. I want to start to, uh, today's episode by reading an excerpt from my book. It's from the chapter labeled Emotional or Physical Hunger. And here's the, here's the part from the book. Quote, The problem with emotional hunger is it will never be satisfied with food. This type of hunger is only satisfied by taking the time to deal with what is bothering you. Next, end quote. What does your mental health have to do with weight loss? Everything. Today I want to dive into the subject of depression, low self-esteem, and negative thinking. In 2014, actor and comedian Robin Williams uh, took his own life. Now many news stories said he was battling depression. There's not just one thing that causes depression. You can become depressed from situations you deal with in life, like the death of a loved one or financial issues. Now, I'm not an expert on the subject, meaning I didn't go to school for it. I I just know what I have dealt with 
in my own life with depression. In previous episodes, I mentioned about the depression that I dealt with was due to the fact that I wasn't facing some things that had happened in my life as a child and as an adult. And it's funny, when I started facing those issues, my depression seemed to go away or I dealt with the episodes better. But I also used food as a way to deal with those feelings that I didn't understand. The way I learned how to deal with it didn't happen by magic. The kind of depression I had wasn't going to be helped by me taking medications. And I'm not against medications. But for me, I knew the reason I was dealing with depression was because I was pushing down all those negative feelings that I didn't want to deal with. I was shoving them down with food. I was using food as my drug to numb my feelings. The feelings I was trying to numb were feeling like I was a failure, even though as a child I won many awards in school and I won several piano competitions. When I was younger, the adults around me spent much most of their time uh, handling their feelings in a negative way. It was either handled with alcohol or with drugs. And I used food to make me not feel, so to speak. I didn't know how to ask for love in a healthy way while growing up. And even as an adult, I had to learn how to do this. I didn't know how to express anger in a healthy way. What I would do was internalize it. If someone did something to me that made me angry, instead of letting them know, I would try to push that feeling down. Now, take me stuffing down feelings for years with no way of expressing them, and you had a perfect recipe for someone who was depressed all the time. I mean, you could just feel it coming off of me and see it on me. I can't explain to you how it felt to wake up and feel like I was in this daze in my life. I knew I needed someone to help me through this, but the truth is, I didn't have the money to pay to go to someone to help me, like to talk to. But I didn't let that hold me back. I started reading about it. I started studying about it, especially um, depression among Christians, because I am a Christian. And sometimes I felt like it, just because I was a Christian, it meant something was wrong with me if I was dealing with those kind of feelings. Now, it doesn't matter if you are a Christian or not. Depression is real. I did for a short time go to a counselor to talk to, but I didn't have the funds to continue. But I already knew what I needed to do. I had to confront my feelings of inadequacy. I had to confront the fact that I was mad at the adults that had raised me. I even had to confront that I was mad at God because of what the things I went through in my life, not just when I was younger, but even as an adult. And then as I began to peel away each layer of what was bothering me, I started to notice my depressive episodes got shorter or weren't happening hardly at all. I still have the episodes happen, but I've gotten quicker at identifying them and stopping to figure out what is going on in my life right now that is making me feel this way. And what action can I take that doesn't use food to deal with the feelings I'm having right now? Here is an example that happened just a week ago. Now, I've been going hard for the last two months. 
I'm one of those people that have to actually schedule downtime, like time to watch movies, time to play games, time to go hang out with people, my friends. And last week, it all hit me. It was pointed out to me some things I needed to change in my life by someone. What I always did in the past was go home and eat my feelings. I would tell myself I had I had I was bad for not being perfect. And I have a feeling many of you listening are probably perfectionists too. I realized I needed a day to just stop. I took a day that I didn't I didn't even leave home and all I did was rest. I would just sit, maybe listen to some nice music. I watched a little bit of TV and I took some naps and that's all I did all day. And at the end of the day, I had figured out how to improve myself and that I needed to apologize to some people and I just needed to stop complaining about whatever situation that was bothering me and do the work I needed to be a better person. It's taken me years to develop this self-awareness. If you deal with depression, please get help. Don't just go to anybody though. Try to find someone uh, where this is their specialty or a friend that you know has dealt with this. If you don't have the money to see someone, call your local health department to see if they offer any free or discounted services to help you with the help you need. Find a way to get the help you need. When Robin Williams died, the, the whole issue of mental health was brought to the forefront. I mean, everybody was talking about it and saying how they had been dealing with these feelings. You know, people weren't ashamed to share their stories of what they were struggling with. So don't be embarrassed about it. I just shared about how I deal with depression, and I know it's something I will deal with the rest of my life. But I have a plan of identifying it and dealing with it with it without going to food. My favorite book says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Are you always thinking negative about yourself? Can I tell you something? Your body knows what your mind says. If the record you are playing in your head from the time you wake up in the morning till the time you fall asleep is, I hate myself, look at those big thighs, look at that big butt. I hate my chin. I hate my hair. I hate, I hate, I hate. No wonder you have uh, like no little to no self-esteem. You have to have a balance. If you keep thinking you'll never get the weight off and keep it off, guess what? You won't. Another quote I like says, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both right. I think that quote is actually contributed to Confucius. So if you keep thinking how you can't do this, it's too hard. I'm never going to be successful at this. You are correct. One of the things I believe in is what I call the law of substitution. You need to come up with a response for your mind when you have a negative thought. Here's an example. When I used to have the thought, I can't do this, I'm going to fail like I did last time, I would respond with, this is not like last time. You know what you need to do in order to lose the weight. Another thing I do to keep control of my thoughts is I filter big time 
what goes into my ears and what goes into my eyes and just everything that comes at me. I mean, I filter what movies I watch. I filter the music I listen to. I filter, you know, just even when I'm in, in situations, if I'm hearing a lot of negative self-talk. Because I've learned that that affects my mood and my, my thinking. Also, I don't watch the news very often. I get what I need to stay current and then I shut it off. I don't listen to music that talks about how hard life is and that it'll never get better. When I was in 8th grade, I used to listen to music that talked about death and, and how much of a struggle life was. And those were actually some of my worst years of dealing with depression. You'd be surprised by what I listen to now, especially when I go out walking. When I walk, my playlist isn't actually music. It's motivational speeches set to music. Like last week when I was going through my depressive episode, the phrase, no matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it, kept going through my head. Now that quote, I wish I could say I made it up, but it's from a motivational speaker I listened to named Les Brown. And you might want to look him up and listen to some of his stuff. What you feed your mind is what will come out during the times when you start thinking negatively. If the only shows you watch or music you listen to says, life's hard, just give up and accept it like it is, that's not very encouraging. Even if no one else is encouraging you that you can accomplish this weight loss thing, you encourage yourself. In my book, at the end of each chapter, I put motivational quotes. I memorize them. You can find all kind of quotes on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much anywhere online. Be ready for when your mind has a negative comment to be ready with a positive one. Just like I talk about with food, you know, always try to have a healthier substitute for the foods that aren't the best for you, but they're your favorite. How do you deal with low self-esteem? I'm going to be honest with you and just tell you point blank, you can't depend on your significant other, your family, your job, or anything else to make you feel like a worthy human being. That has to come from you. That's why I am a huge believer in writing down your accomplishments that have nothing to do with the number on the scale. Because you have to realize you are capable of doing great things. Feeling good about who you are is not being prideful or arrogant. Now, if all you ever do is tell your friends how great you are, then they might get a little tired of hearing it. I realized as I started getting my self-esteem higher, I actually started paying uh, other people more compliments. I started noticing the positives in others, and I let them know. If someone was wearing a nice outfit, I, I let them know. If I liked their hairstyle, or if they had jewelry on, or any, or if they'd done, done something that I thought was awesome, I let them know. The great thing about having this type of self-esteem that comes from within is you aren't always looking for ways for other people to validate you. You're usually looking for ways to make others feel awesome. Believe it or not, looking for ways to help others feel good about themselves 
makes you feel better about yourselves, yourself. It helps to raise your self-esteem. And part of what I used to do was, because I didn't feel good about myself, I would use food as a way to, I know it sounds strange, but punish myself for having those feelings sometimes because of the environment I was raised in. So I've had to learn how to balance a healthy self-esteem with not being prideful. In a previous podcast, I listed eight steps that you could take in order to help you to lose the weight that you want to lose. And actually, that's part of a program that I've developed, and it'll be launching online pretty soon in the next few months, so keep listening to hear when that's going to come out. Now, in my program, I don't even start with food and exercise. I start with the mindset stuff. One of the things that I've learned throughout my journey these last four years is when I started getting my mind under control, the food kind of took care of itself. I am still getting used to the fact that I am not emotionally hungry all the time. Yes, I said emotionally hungry. This is new for me, but I like this feeling and I think I would like to keep it around. If you're dealing with depression that seems like it won't go away, talk to your doctor, talk to a trusted friend, look to the mental health facilities in your area. They may have free group counseling, as I mentioned before, if you can't afford one-on-one counseling. Start thinking of yourself as someone who is awesome and will do awesome things. And have your positive responses ready for those negative thoughts that come up. Being healthy during the weight loss process and even after you've gotten it off also includes being mentally healthy. Don't give up. Keep going. You have got this. Until next time, I'll leave you with a quote from Mr. Les Brown. He says, I don't know what you are up against. I don't know what you're facing. But here's what I do know. You've got something special. You've got greatness in you. Have a great holiday weekend. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.